Inflation. Annual inflation rose to 3.3% nationally last month. And this is up from June's inflation rate. So are we not kind of going in the wrong direction here? Well, let's find out exactly what is going on uh, with our guest, who's a professor in economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute. Steve Ambler is joining us once again. Steve, thanks so much for making the time. Thank you. It's always good to chat with you, even if it's uh, when we have bad news. Yeah, so now we're up nationally over 3%. I mean, this feels, Steve, like we're going in the wrong direction, are we not? Uh, yes, uh, I think I'm, I'm still hopeful that it's temporary. I mean, we're back to where we were uh, two months ago with headline inflation when it was at 3.4. So it dipped down to 2.8, and now it's back up to 3.3. Uh, but, I mean, there are always some special uh, things going on that you can point to, okay. which uh, might be a sort of silver lining in the cloud. Um, uh, the StatsCan report that came out this morning uh, noted that uh, mortgage interest costs are one of the big culprits here. Uh, they increased 30.6% year over year. Um, and when you actually take those out, um, headline inflation, uh, uh, abstracting from that, was just 2.4%. So it, it's, it's a bit ironic because, uh, you know, the Bank of Canada is increasing interest rates in order to fight inflation. But the thing that actually is most tightly linked to its interest rate and, you know, all the components of the consumer price index is mortgage interest costs. Um, I think, well, apparently I heard during your newscast that uh, Shea Ganem talked earlier on to Stéphane Marion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 his uh, uh, research department actually calculates a measure of inflation over the last three months, which abstracts from, from food, energy, and uh, mortgage interest rates cost. And that's actually running at one, about 1.6%. Uh, so, so that's below target. So, so it's sort of good. Uh, it's sort of good and bad news. What does this mean ultimately, Steve, for Canadians and what we can expect over the next several months, over the next year, when it comes to when it comes to not only inflation but interest rates as well? Yeah. Well, I think the bank is going to be hard pressed to even contemplate lowering its rate. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people now predicting uh, the likelihood of another 25 basis point increase. I think it's September the 6th is the next interest rate announcement from the bank. Um, another one? And, well, um, you know, when, when headline, headline inflation has ticked up, uh, unfortunately, it's, it's preferred measures of core inflation, uh, which kind of abstract from the more volatile components of uh, the price index, are looking pretty sticky. They're hanging in there at around 3.6 or 7%, and they've been there, stuck there for the last few months. So they're going to be, you know, they've, they've wanted to reestablish some credibility after inflation, you know, took off when they said that it wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they might be tempted to raise rates. I think, uh, you know, with the silver linings that I just talked about, if they want to do a convincing selling job on why they should be holding rates at 5%, I think they could do that, but I'm not going to bet my shirt that that's what they're going to do. Is there some some unique reasons as to 
why we're seeing this increase in in July. Are there some exceptions that maybe the Bank of Canada could say, this is the reason we're seeing national inflation rates go up, and so therefore maybe we don't see that increase of interest rates on September 6th? Yeah, well, as I as I said, the the big one of the big factors in this is the thirty point six percent increase year over year in mortgage interest costs. Another uh, another factor is that uh, you know energy, well, especially gasoline prices, are sort of holding steady, but uh, the, the headline inflation measure is, is, is actually an average of monthly increases over the last 12 months. And if you look at what happened to gasoline prices in June 2022, they went down by 9.2%. And that 9.2% drop has, has basically been taken out of the calculation of headline inflation this month. So that just arithmetically is responsible for some of the uptick from 2.8 to 3.3. So if they want to, and um, I think we, we've talked before, and you know, gasoline prices are something the Bank of Canada can do very little about. It's determined by, by world energy prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they, if they want to justify uh, you know, why inflation has ticked up for special reasons, that's one thing that they could point to. Once again, if they're interested in, in holding steady, I think they can make the case. So when it comes to everyday actions that Canadians can do, what is it, remind us, Steve, that, that we should be doing? Um, uh, there's, I mean, a, a, lot of the, a lot of the sticky and higher components of, of inflation are things that, unfortunately, consumers can do not a whole lot about. I mean, food prices uh, went up by 7.8%. I think Stéphane Marion, in his interview with Shea, was talking about services. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, with the immigration targets of 500,000 immigrants per year, that's putting upward pressure on on service prices. And food and a lot of services are things that most people can't really, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to to cut back a lot on your food expenditures, unfortunately. Um, you know, there's a, a couple of rosy, set, apparently, travel costs uh, after going up quite a bit in the spring have eased off a little bit, so maybe might be the time to fly to Cancun in September. You never know. <laughs> okay, Steve. Uh, another big conversation that has to do with with finance and with money is the fact that our federal cabinet ministers have been given this deadline of October 2nd to come up with a bunch of different cuts uh, to, to try to shave about $15 billion from yeah. spending plans as they stand right now. What do you think that this is going to mean for, for cuts and for what Canadians can expect? Where are they going to find these savings of $15 billion? It sounds like a lot of money, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but I, I did a little bit of homework before our interview, and uh, according to the um, parliamentary budget officer, um, there's been a 204.5 billion increase in in spending uh, since the pandemic started, and these are increases in spending unrelated to COVID. Wow. So it's actually only 35.5 percent of, of of all of the increases in federal spending since uh, the pandemic began. So you would think that in the 204.5, it would be easy to find 15 billion lying on the ground somewhere. 
Unfortunately, I think Anita Anand, the uh, Treasury Board President, said that this is not going to involve any cuts in the federal civil service. And one of the big incre- uh, reasons for the increase in federal spending is, in fact, uh, the fact that they have done a lot of, of, of hiring in the civil service. Um, in fact, so if, if I can bore your listeners with a couple of figures. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, in 2019-20, in that budget year, um, federal program spending was 14.6% of GDP. And in 2022-2023, so this is after a lot of the COVID spending was already off the books, it had gone up to 15.7%. So the, the government footprint, you know, how, how much of a chunk out of GDP is it taking by its, its program spending, uh, has gone up since then. And in fact, it's the highest government footprint since 1994 which, for those of us who are old enough to remember, is when the the Chrétien government and Paul Martin um, started to go on a program to gradually balance the federal budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should, maybe we could convince Paul Martin to to come out of retirement for a few mm-hmm. years. Steve, uh, I knew you'd do your, do your homework before we had this conversation. I really appreciate you making your time. So, thank you so much for sharing your insight this afternoon. Always a pleasure. Okay, thank you very much. Take care. Take Bye. care. As Steve Ambler, Professor of Economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute. So StatsCan reported a 3.3% rise in inflation in July, which, of course, falls above the Bank of Canada's target range that is supposed to fall between 1% and 3%. So this is kind of going in the wrong direction. Now, because he mentioned it um, just now, uh, several times throughout, our conversation, Steve did, uh, that the chief economist with the National Bank of Canada, Stefan Marion, was on with Shea Yanam earlier today. Uh, let's just hear a little bit of that interview. Uh, they talked about whether or not this is going to end uh, speculation about a decrease to the interest rates that we have see- been seeing hike over and over again. It's unlikely that you're going to see interest rate cuts anytime soon. I don't think we're going to see rate hikes, Shea. I think yeah. that monetary policy is restrictive enough, but uh, it would be uh, uh, maybe ambitious to think that we're going to get rate cuts this year. Uh, Yeah, and then according to Steve, as you just heard, uh, we might even see another increase as soon as September 6th, which I'm sure would not go over very well by many Canadians that are tired of seeing more and more hikes from Bank of Canada.